If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You may know Jackson Pollock, the painter famous for his iconic drip paintings. But what do you know about his wife, artist Lee Krasner? On Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock, the story of the artist who reset the market for American abstract painting, just maybe not the one you're thinking of. Listen to Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Time to follow the money with your hosts, Mitch Moss and Polly Howard. Welcome into the program. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss along with Matt Humans. He is filling in for Polly Howard today on a Wednesday, U.S. Open Eve. <clears throat> Downtown Las Vegas is the spot, Circa Resort and Casino. We hope Paul's going to be back soon. You're getting a lot of yes. Twitter feedback. Where's Paul? Yes. Can't really answer that, folks. Yeah. But, uh,. You and I are communicating with Paul on a regular basis. We hope yes, he's we going are. to be back soon. Yep. Fingers are crossed. Hopefully yeah. it's going to be sooner than later. Uh, we'll leave it at that. Updated series prices right now after last night in the NHL. Tampa Bay now $2 after the win. They were impressive last night. Mm-hmm. It was a good game. Good game, but they pulled away uh, eventually in that game. And the Islanders on a take back plus 165. You have them plus 250 to win. Plus you get, two, yeah. But you got to be happy. You No doubt you're happy. By going there and winning, winning one out of the two. That's all you wanted was a split. Yeah. And uh, I did bet Tampa Bay last night, by the way, because I was in you know such a good position with that series bet. I figure if the Islanders win game two, that series bet's going to come in, right? If they if they win both games in Tampa Bay, you really have Islanders going to win the series. So I did go ahead and put some on Tampa Bay last night because that was a game that the Lightning you figure had to answer. It's just simple zigzag. You know, strategy. Mm-hmm. And the Lightning did. They knocked the Islanders goaltender out and win the game 4-2 oh, last night. That was pretty and, vicious, uh, I must say. Yeah. I mean, That was a good game, though, yeah. and uh, Tampa Bay did what I had to do. Now we're going to go back to the barn in uh, New York, and we'll see if the Islanders can take two, because if you can't sweep both, then you're just right back where you started going to Tampa Bay for game five. Yep. In the NBA, the Nets, I mean, they got, I think they were like plus 170 yesterday morning, at one spot here in town, maybe multiple spots anyway. Now they're minus 315 to win this series against the Bucks. Mm-hmm. And uh, as I said in the first hour, yes, I have I have the Nets on various futures. I just, and I'm a lifelong, well, I, I shouldn't say that because it's weird. Once you get a little bit older and then you like move out to Las Vegas in your 20s and you get to betting, you really you don't, have, you don't have favorites. You get jaded, right? right? You just... But as a person who grew, grew up like rooting for that team, like would it be nice if the Bucs won a championship? Sure, I'm not going to lie. Being from that state, I think that'd be pretty cool. Do I root for them like mm. on a diehard basis every single game? Absolutely not. No. I do not. Um, but that was just disgusting last night, what took place. I bet you're still a, a pretty big Packers fan, though. Uh, I hate the organization. Right. Um, but if they won the Super Bowl again, I would be pretty happy, yeah. to be honest. 
I would actually, <clears throat> I like Aaron Rodgers. I, I absolutely despise the people who have been in charge for 10, <laughs> cannot, 15, 20 years. I understand years. that, yes. You know? Um, the Bucks have never really had much nah? playoff success. I remember when uh, they had the big three, Sam Cassell, Glenn Robinson, Ray Allen. That was got a to, really good team. Got to the Eastern Conference Finals, lost to the Allen Iverson Sixers, right? You know, they had the Sixers down three games to two in that series, I and I was convinced they were going to give the Lakers a series mm-hmm. that year. They had the personnel to actually match up. I think they swept them in the regular season. Right. I, lo- I loved Ray Allen. If, I love Big Dog, too. Big Dog was... They found a way to lose that series. They're going to find a way to lose this one. Yep. To the Brooklyn Nets. All right. Follow the money here on VEASAN. A couple things we've got to get to from yesterday. Uh, please, for the love of God, please keep sending him out to the mound every five or six days. <laughs> and we haven't even touched on a vicious beat at Euros 20 yesterday. That's coming up. This is Brent Musburger, and here is your VSIN action update. Now, here are the latest lines from my guys in the desert. The Arizona Diamondbacks have dropped 12 straight games overall and 21 consecutive road games. They're a dollar sixty underdog today at San Francisco, laying a dollar seventy-five, eight flat at Oracle Park. Dodgers laying a dollar forty at home against Philadelphia, plus one thirty-seven and a half over the total. It'll be Clayton Kershaw for the Dodgers against Zach Wheeler of the Phillies. NBA playoff action today. 76ers a six-point home favorite against the Hawks in Game Five of their series. 223 and a half the total. Jazz a two and a half point home favorite against the LA Clippers. John Rahm remains a nine to one favorite to win the U.S. Open. These ten experts are analyzing all the postseason action. Andy McNeil has you covered in the National Hockey League, and Jonathan Von Tobel has you up to date each day on the NBA. Sign up now for your free 10-day trial at vcin.com slash subscribe and get everything vcin has to offer. vcin.com slash subscribe. With your action update, I'm Mike Senna. Get the latest vcin odds at vsin.com. And remember, cash and tickets is what it's all about. This summer, it's time to update your sports betting wardrobe with some new VSIN gear. We've got hats, shirts, and mugs with the VSIN logo or fun sports betting sayings like cash and tickets is what it's all about. And it's not under until it's over. Visit the VSIN store today at vsin.com slash store and find the perfect item for yourself or as a gift. Again, that's vsin.com slash store. By the way, during, as soon as we went to a break, the Euros, uh, Euro 20 is going on right now. And uh, Finland scored a goal in the th- uh, third minute. Uh, taking off the board. So it is scoreless right now, about five minutes in as Finland takes on Russia. How about yesterday's beat? I'm guessing you guys talked about this last night at the uh, golf draft that you had because you had a bunch of soccer guys there as well. I actually played this over. I know Nigel Seeley liked it. It was the uh, Hungary and uh, Portugal match. Uh, I think Rex, uh, Rex Byers of the Westgate Superbook said he took a pretty bad beat on this. Terrible beat, Matt. Yeah. And I had over two and a half goals at even money. And... I wasn't even watching the game. I was busy with other stuff. It was scoreless in, what, the 80, 80, 83rd minute? 83rd minute, scoreless. <laughs> and they get three, mm. Portugal does, to go over two and a half goals. I mean, that is just, if you had the under, that's a kick to the you-know-what. Did Mike Palm, the undertaker, did he play that as well? You know, he, I'm unaware. He plays a lot of soccer unders. Yeah, he plays a ton. Like, I think unders exclusively in the soccer world. So that was a rough, uh, rough one, no doubt. And uh, after this match today, let's see again here, Finland and Russia. Turkey takes on Wales. That's coming up in a few hours. And later on, Italy takes on Switzerland. As we now get into the, these teams playing for the second time now at Euro 20. And mm-hmm. uh, another note from baseball yesterday. We talked about this, uh, the game between the Orioles and the Indians a few times on the show. I know we sent out a Twitter uh, clip on it for like four or five minutes. We really broke down how to bet like... Get creative betting against Matt Harvey because we didn't want to lay a dollar seventy or dollar seventy five with the Indians, but you could bet like a run in the first inning, which by the way got there. The Indians that was plus one sixty, so that was, that was a nice winner. The team total over in the first five got there for the Indians. The team total for the game got there for Cleveland. And one thing that I eventually did this was a small bet, Matt, but I did get involved in some uh, alternate run lines at some decent plus money, mm-hmm. laying like two and a half runs with Cleveland. 
took a chance on that, but I, I bet that game probably six or seven different ways yesterday. I only lost one bet because I had the over three and a half runs in the first three innings. It's the only bet I lost on the game. Just going to look up the uh, box. What they? I think the Indians got what five runs in the fourth. Yeah, they exploded then in the fourth. And <clears throat> Matt Harvey actually, it's funny to say this. We went three and a third innings, allowed six six earned runs, right? Yeah, or six runs. And he actually wasn't that bad. I watched the game. I thought he was going to be a lot worse. Yeah, he was not. He was not like hideous. <laughs> right. You know, I'm saying he's not awful. It's, it sounds funny to say that when you look at that pitching line, but he was not as bad as I thought he was going to be yesterday. But it was nice to get another win opposite of Matt Harvey. And uh, like you say, hope the Orioles keep trotting him out there because the well, sports betters, it's uh, bet against or pass when Matt Harvey takes him out for Baltimore last night. Uh, Harvey, three and a third, six runs, five earned, struck out two, did not allow a home run. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just watching some of that game, I said, you know what? I thought Harvey was going to be worse than this. But, uh, again, it was five runs in the fourth and a six to one, six to two lead after five. So well, I, a lot of different ways to cash tickets, and nice job by you. I will say this. I hope the Orioles view his start last night as a positive. Similarly to what you just said. Like, yeah, the numbers say he wasn't bad, but so overall, a couple of positive signs. Yeah, throw him out there again. Let's give it a shot. And maybe what you said yesterday, you might be onto something. Where the Orioles keep like we have almost a month, not quite a month, until the All Star game and All Star week. Maybe they say, Matt, you know what? We just we want to see if you're gonna, you know, maybe get back on the right track over the next three and a half weeks or so. Right. You got you got a handful of starts left. Let's go see if we can turn this thing around before Hopefully, the All Star break. Yeah. Why not bring him back after the All-Star break? I hope so. I hope this is another like three and a half months so we can bet against him. And then after this, uh, who knows? I can't imagine a scenario where he'd be pitching at this level, but I could be dead wrong. You never know, man. Some of these guys just seem to hang on for a long time, even when they can't win. Peter, at two iron off the tee, said betting against Matt Harvey multiple ways in the first five innings, a betting tradition unlike any other, and he gave you props for that. Well, he, yeah, that's exactly right. Try to find different ways to bet against him, and uh, it was certainly uh, fruitful last night. I thought this was a good piece of audio, so it really stinks, the news on Tyler Glasnow that came out yesterday, right? Uh, looks like he's going to be out until, you know, it's indefinitely how long he's going to be out. Now, I have him on multiple Cy Young tickets at 10-1, to 1. And he's the one guy I bet on to lead the league in strikeouts back right. in March at 35 to 1. And I know of the injury history as well. I had a whole breakdown back like in March of why I liked him at 35 to 1. But his like K's per nine are up there, and they actually rivaled or were better than Jacob DeGrom. Not this year, but he's close, right? Like, so if he got the innings pitch, he's going to be there. And if a couple of guys get injured or they don't have like years they did like last year, he can be in this thing. Mm-hmm. And then Bieber gets injured. He's not the same guy he was from last year. Cole has had some struggles. DeGrom's missed a few, few starts. Like it was breaking perfectly for me this year at 35 to 1. And now that ticket goes bye bye to lead the league in strikeouts for Tyler Glasnow. Right. And I'm actually glad, to be honest, and I, I could change my mind on this by the end of the show. I'm kind of glad that it's not even available, that prop bet, anymore in Las Vegas to make more bets because I'd probably just force bets at this point. Right, trying to like, I had glass. No, <laughs> I know I was going to win that ticket. Uh, now I'd probably go down the board. Who else can I find? And it's, I don't want to worry about it. Anytime anymore. you bet pitcher props like that, injuries are going to be well, something that could help you, could hurt you. You never know. It's random. And that's exactly spot on yeah. because who knows how many more injuries we're going to have with pitchers this year, right? And, you know, in the meantime, I'd like to sit here and tell you that these guys are all going to come back and they're going to have some uh, negative regression, and the offenses are going to take off mm-hmm. as long as they stay healthy. But I actually, you know, you can, you can judge for yourself here and come up with your own <clears throat> which side of the fence you fall on. This was Glasnow yesterday when he basically, this, was, this took, made the rounds on Twitter, but I thought this video was actually, I, I, you know what, we'll, we'll let you listen for yourself, judge it, and then we'll, we'll tell you what we think about it when he's done. But this was Tyler Glasnow yesterday going off about how baseball is cracking down midseason and what, like, the sticky substances actually mean to pitchers in today's game. But I 100% believe that contributed to me getting hurt. Uh, no doubt. Without a doubt. Um, 
I think like it's it's ridiculous. Like, I'm just gonna. I have used sticky stuff before. It's ridiculous that like it seems like this whole public perception of like, oh, just like select few people. Like your favorite pitcher probably 50 years ago was using something too. Like if you felt these balls, how inconsistent they were. Like you have to use something. So in the past, I my like substance of choice is sunscreen and rosin. Like just nothing egregious, something to where I can get a grip on the ball so it doesn't feel dusty. But two starts ago against the Nationals. I went cold turkey, nothing. And before that start, I remember when all this stuff came out, I was talking to people and talking to doctors. And they were like, the thing that maybe MLB doesn't realize or that players don't realize is like, what, what is the injury? Like, what, what is the prevention of like, maybe it'll add to injuries. And in my mind, I was like, that sounds dumb. That sounds like an excuse a player would use to make sure he can use sticky stuff. But I threw to the Nationals with nothing. I've never been – I don't use sticky stuff. to. I don't use spider tack. I don't need more spin. I, I have huge hands. I spin the ball fine. I want grip. I did well against the Nationals, probably one of the best starts I had all year. I woke up the next day and was like, I am sore in places that I didn't even know I had muscles in. Like, I felt completely different. I switched my fastball grip and my curveball grip. He also – he started to swear around this point. But then he went on to continue and he said, like, look, the balls change every single year. Mm-hmm. And so with, when I can't grip the ball, that means it's going deeper into my hand. And now I have to grip it even better just to be able to hang on to it. And, I, and he's like, on the, on the screen, he's like, I have really big, big hands, right? So that means I'm using my muscles in my hand and my wrist like this all of a sudden, when before it would be like all relaxed and I would just loosely hang on to the ball. I would use all like the torque in my arm. Well, then he said, I'm using all the torque now in my shoulder, my arm, up and down with all my muscles. And then I'm also gripping the baseball like this right. so it doesn't slip out of my hand. He goes, that's why I got hurt. I've never had to do that before, ever. And so, I mean, when, when you, it's one side, obviously, right? And I, I've never been a, a pitcher, obviously, at this level, so I can't relate mm-hmm. to this. But when he goes off on a rant like this, you're like, I can kind of see where he's coming from if they're going to change this in the middle of the season. Yeah, I, I actually used to be a pitcher, but I never used sticky stuff. So when I saw it, I thought, well, this has got to be a lame excuse. You know, just <clears throat> another guy making up some BS. Sure. Uh, but once you hear his explanation, it does make some sense. So I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. I w- I'd like to see him get a haircut. He kind of looks like a chick. Doesn't it look like the, a chick? The, in the, the, hair, the hair's a little bit too long. It says like all the time, like, like a valley girl. <clears throat> but he is one of my favorite pitchers. He's awesome. And, and you had a really good prop bet on him. He's pitching lights out for the Rays, and it's, this injury's uh, unfortunate. I, th- I think one of the biggest problems here with baseball, Rob Manfred is just tinkering with too many things. Oh, my God almighty. Can we just... Uh, Absolutely he is. Why do you got to micromanage the game? Just let the game go. Let it thrive. I think it's time... If there's going to be a big change in baseball, I think it should be at the top of the commissioner. Get somebody else in I there. don't disagree. Put somebody else in charge. Yep. And by the way, look... Here's How many a... times have we had to complain about the TV blackouts and things? There are so many problems in baseball. Yep. Yep. By the way, here, here's a video. Why do they, why do they keep messing with the baseballs? Uh, yeah, 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 right. And Derek Stevens, who owns this whole place, right? Yeah. And three properties overall in downtown Las Vegas. He's like, he's known about this like for years. He's like, I have, I, oh, I bought baseballs. Mm-hmm. I want to like cut them in half to see how they're different. Is what he said. So I want to get like a gauge on how the season's going to go. And they keep changing them like year after year. And right. if pitchers are going to complain, like I understand if a pitcher doesn't like that, if you keep changing mm-hmm. how the ball feels to them. Um, and by the way, let's quickly show this video. I think Trevor Bauer, I like that he's been outspoken about the sport. But now he, here's Bauer, by the way, like in the dugout yesterday, and he's having some fun with this. All right, Trevor, let's play a fun little game. Is this legal or is this illegal? A lot of sticky stuff on this game. Let's try it again. Here it is. I squeeze the ball. Is that legal or illegal? Vote below. There's no sticky stuff. That's I think that's the Trevor's point. That's Bauer just simply squeezing the ball. And that tells you how the ball is different this year. And the ball then kind of like it's it, sure? it's it smushes down and then it like adheres to his hand. Are you sure about that? I'm almost positive that's what it is, yeah. It looked like there was glue on his hand. Didn't it? I didn't see any. I think that's him just pressing it down. Well, just the way you have your hand up like this and the ball is... 
How do you yep. do that without glue on your hand? Oh, okay, Matt, we, we do have some uh, some breaking news. This is from uh, Chris Paul. Did you see this? Yes. Uh, Sham Sharina uh, Stadium Sports has this. Uh, wow. Wow, wow, wow. Uh, Chris Paul has entered the NBA's COVID-19 health and safety protocol, according to so- sources. Whew. Status is up in the air for the start of the Western Conference Finals. I uh, think you. I'm not going to overreact to this one because he's he's got time to get out of the protocol yeah, before that's... the Western Conference. What he's fortunate, and the Suns are fortunate that it looks like the Clippers and the Jazz could go seven games. That's so they were lucky to finish off. Not lucky, but they were right. fortunate, right, to be able to finish off the Nuggets in a sweep, right. and now have this all this time to gear up and rest for the Western Conference Finals. And they now need to hope, obviously, that the Jazz Clippers will go a full seven games. Mm-hmm. But if he's entered this now for COVID, John Rahm just had it a couple of weeks back. Did he not have to go to a 10-day quarantine? Uh, yeah, he went through. He, yeah, he got released, I think. I think it was a little bit early. Maybe it was around the eight-day mark. I think it was around the eight-day mark that John Rahm was released from quarantine and uh-huh. allowed to head out to Torrey Pines for the U.S. Open. Does that sound right? I think it was on June 5th. When uh, John Rahm was informed of his positive COVID test, and I believe on the 13th, he was released from protocol. So it was about eight days. Does that sound right? That was about eight to 10 around there in that range. Because I think he was going to be, he had a day, right? Like today, I think was the first day out of quarantine. Maybe it was, yeah, it could have been nine days. Let's say it's nine days. So, Sham's story says, depending on the medical circumstance, an isolation period could be shorter for a vaccinated individual. Right. Okay. Uh, by the way, there's this news. And I want to see, is anything up on, uh, you see anything on the screen, Matt? Is there anything up for the Jazz Clippers tonight? Brian Windhorst, moments ago, Kawhi Leonard is expected to miss Game 5 against the Jazz tonight with a knee injury. <laughs> suffered in Game 4. Wow. His status for the rest of the series is also in doubt. Well, if you like the Jazz, lay the two and a half right now. There's still some spots out there where you can do it, but those are going to disappear. William Hill's got a two and a half. Do they? Uh, most books have three. There are red, red numbers on the screen. That means the line's moving. So Check your books right now. Check your books. Lay the two and a half with Utah if you like that side, and uh, you're convinced that Kawhi's going to be out. Yep. Maybe, maybe there's a book wherever falling asleep. If that's the case, get on the stuff ASAP. Jazz to win this game tonight. It's like DraftKings still has Utah minus two and a half. As I don't. Well. Do they? Draft I thought Kings, they had taken it down. DraftKings and William Hill. If this is updated, on my DraftKings app right now, it's off, and on okay. William Hill, I just checked as well. It's I don't see. They must have just yanked it. Okay. Um, check around. Nope. It's also off the board at other spots as well. But, whew, how's that news for the last two minutes? Chris Paul. Let's Cole. break for the Utah Jazz, who have uh, had to hang in this series without Mike Conley, the point guard. Now some uh, bad injury luck for the Clippers. Uh, we'll continue to discuss this coming up here. It's Follow the Money on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. We'll see. I, I can't imagine the books are going to adjust in the next couple of minutes, but we'll see if any books are asleep at the wheel, whatever. Check yourselves. I mean, again, Kawhi Leonard expected to miss Game 5. His uh, status for the rest of the series in doubt, according to Brian Windhorst. And Shams Sharina, in the last few minutes as well, Chris Paul entered the COVID-19 health and safety protocol, sidelined for an indefinite period of time, according to sources. We're back here on Follow the Money after this. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. 
In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans. The chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. On a summer night in Paris, American artist Lee Krasner is drifting off to sleep when the phone rings. On the line, news that her husband, Jackson, is dead. Jackson, as in the painter Jackson Pollock. He might, to this day, be the most mythologized figure in American art. But how much of the story that we've been told about him is just that, a myth? On Death of an Artist, season two, Krasner and Pollock, the story about how the art world changed forever, and the story of the artist who reset the market for American abstract painting. Just maybe not the one you're thinking of. Listen to Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't wait days for your winnings. Cash out instantly with BetRivers' new feature, Rush Pay. Get your cash when you want it at BetRivers Sportsbook, the industry leader, with exclusive bets, daily specials, odds boost, and the most in-play betting options out there. As always, get $250 in a match bonus. Fastest payouts and only one-time playthrough at BetRivers, your hometown sportsbook. Offer valid in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Also available at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey. Not valid in Iowa. Again, BetRivers Sportsbook. Go to BetRivers.com. I'm seeing right now, and again, uh, last 10 minutes or so of the show, we had the news on Chris Paul. He is uh, entering the NBA's health and safety protocol for COVID-19. We'll learn more about that, obviously, as the morning progresses. And uh, the news on Kawhi Leonard, according to Brian Windhorst, uh, Kawhi's going to be out of the game tonight. He's expected to miss Game 5 against the Jazz with a knee injury. Suffered in Game 4. His uh, status for the rest of the series is also in doubt. Huge news. Mm-hmm. I don't know if, uh, I honestly don't know if Wynn is up in Las Vegas right now. If they're open, I doubt they are. But on their app, they have, uh, well, they have Jazz at minus 2.5. If you can get that bet in. Try to get the bet in now. Every other spot that I'm looking at, it's unavailable anywhere. I think it's only fair that the Jazz catch an injury uh, break here because they've had to play without Mike Conley and sure, um, you know now Kawhi missing Game Five is going to be a, a tall hurdle for the uh, Clippers to overcome. Yep, Kawhi Leonard out in Game Five. How can you not bet the Utah Jazz now? Of course. By the way, if you're, I'd even lay a cheap money line price now if you can. 
if you can find a number up there. What would you lay on the on the Jazz money line? Buck seventy. Oh, e I would Two go. Dollars? I'd easily go dollar fifty, dollar sixty, dollar probably dollar seventy. Yeah, I get a little hesitant to lay two dollars on the money line. Sure, this is a, this is a game the Jazz got to win without Kawhi. I mean, you're taking the best player um, off the court man. for the Clippers. Uh, by the way, our buddy Chad Andrus was able to get down during the break. He lives in Colorado. He got a uh, oh, he actually got a booster uh, at the bet at the book where they hadn't taken it down yet. Mm -hmm. So again, it depends on which state you're living in. If you're at your uh, job right now, whatever you're doing, go on a quick break. Stop. If you're just waking up right now, just search around. Right here, we're, we're early here. Not a lot of books are open. Circa obviously is open 24 hours. South Point is open 24 hours. So they're manning the ship and they're going to be taking the stuff like. You know, off the board, but a lot of these books out here in Las Vegas are not open yet. So, but of the uh, apps that I was searching, and I have been searching now for the last five minutes or so, I don't see any of them that are playable on the board. Mm -hmm. But again, it's weird because certain apps are different in certain states too. Like if you download, right, uh, a sports book app in New Jersey or in Colorado or in wherever. I think their betting menu, from what I've noticed anyway, from what people tell me, it's different than what I look at. <laughs> and I can't right. bet, we can't bet at these I've anyway. Heard this, I've heard the same thing. You yeah. know, so, but um, wouldn't that be just the uh, crappiest luck of all time for Chris Ball? I mean, here you go now, set up. He's never been in the uh, NBA. This is total chaos right now. I mean, yep. NBA playoffs, really. Let's, if you look at the big picture, you got the Brooklyn Nets missing two of the big three. Uh, you can say James Harden came back last night, but it. Looked like uh, somebody dressed up as James Harden. Yep. Uh, really, you never know about Joel Embiid. If, if, if he suffers any sort of injury, the Sixers are in big trouble. But out in West, now you got Kawhi sidelined. Mike Conley's been out. It's just uh, it's chaos what's going on with the Chris Paul situation, yep. too. And if he's got to miss the start of the Western Conference Finals because of COVID protocol... How do you adjust the way you look at that series? Sure. By the way, thank you to, uh, I'm looking at Phil, Josh, J&J, &J, uh, others <clears throat> um, on Twitter. My feed right now is flying. So uh, they've sent in numbers across like different sports books. They're seeing seven or seven and a half <laughs> for the game tonight wow. now with that adjustment. I was, I was thinking more like six, but uh, yeah, I mean... It, that's a five-point move now? Well, you, I could, you could argue Kawhi Leonard's worth four to five points ah. on this number tonight, no doubt. I, so, I would argue that, yeah. yeah. Yep. Man, oh, man. So you're going to lay at least two bucks. You're going to lay more than two bucks on the money line now if you're going to bet the Jazz. Let's say you got to try to get the bet in, but Chad Anders got it in in Denver. Right away. Nice job, Chad. Yep, there you go. Sharp thing. I like Got to be quick with the trigger. I like this, Matt, because we rarely, if ever, get breaking news in the morning. Right. I think it's... It's one of my favorite things to happen during the show. I like chaos. I like Armageddon. <laughs> I want to know what's going to happen next. I, I like to speculate about kind of, this kind Chris of Chris Paul stuff. and the Kawhi Leonard news comes down back in the to span back. of like 10 minutes. Yeah. All right. So up next, well, this should be pretty good then. Jay Croucher is going to join the program with points bet. What are they thinking? How are they going to adjust? Again, they took a stand. determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it. Take it. Take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're on. You're on, baby. Here we go. Time for In Pocket Plays. Recapping yesterday's action. Good day in Major League Baseball. Uh, Indians run in the first inning. Yes was plus 160. Uh, I did uh, Tigers, first five, plus 123 was the same number as the full game, plus 123. So that was a nice hit. They cashed out on That's both. That's nice uh, three-plus prices right there on baseball. Nice job. Updated <laughs> baseball record to date, 26-16-1, plus 12.99 units. That's the uh, best ROI and best uh, positive unit display so far throughout the entire year. I'll take it. I was struggling, and uh, there's a bunch of wins now in a row. And today I'm on the Reds again, plus 134 
I didn't bet him yesterday. I liked him. I could not pull the trigger. I didn't do it. I did bet him in game one of the series. I'll go, I know Peralta's going, who can be absolutely lights out and fantastic. But give me the Reds at plus 134 today against Milwaukee. And then pending, I do have uh, Max Pacioretty to win the Conn Smythe at 18-1. to 1. You know, is Jacob DeGrom actually going to make his start for the Mets today? I, I see the Mets at minus uh, 330, maybe even higher at some spots. Total of 6.5 Cubs at Mets. Considering the, um, was it, can we say, elbow issues that he had in the Friday start, why would the Mets run him back out there today? I would probably say, let's be careful here. Do you need an extra day off? That kind of thing. I mean, they're, they're playing the great league, ball right they're, now. They're playing well. They're lucky to win last night's game. I don't know why in the middle of June you need to force this guy back out there. Yep. Hey, what? But keep uh, that I in think... mind if you're thinking about playing the Mets and that big price tonight or laying the run line. He's not going to go deep into this game. And you're going to have to bet on the Mets bullpen. So I, I think you'd have to play DeGrom first five, if anything. But, man, that's a, Matt, a steep price. That looks like a stay away. Do you see anything right now with, uh, you know, it's not even on the sheet here. It's the Cubs, right? Cubs-Mets. Could you go Cubs? What's Cubs plus one and a half? Uh, you still get a little bit of a plus price. That's got to be a decent plus price today. Because uh, the I best price you. I see is at William Hill. Cubs plus 280. Yeah. Okay. Actually... Circa plus 284 right here where we sit. Man, I think if you can get, how about this? If you can lock up like an action bet here where the bet's going to be good, regardless of who goes, mm-hmm. and Cubs plus one and a half, I, I don't think that's a bad way to approach it. Robert Stock, the starting pitcher for the Cubs. Well, you know what? <laughs> don't try to talk me out of this. Okay. Anyway, there you go. All right, in pocket yeah. from last night, Nets plus four and a half. You know, I, I, I took the four and a half, not for a big bet. I said, uh, it looks like it's not going to go to five, and then boom, it dipped big time after the James Harden announcement. We'll yep. take the win with the Nets, especially when they were down, uh, what was the halftime deficit, 16 points? Down by 16. Down by 16 at the half. We'll take the winner with the Nets last night. Uh, I'm not sure what to do in the NBA tonight. I will say I want to give credit to uh, Thomas Hobbs on Twitter. He looks like a smart guy. Not sure where he's from, but it must be the East Coast. He said, thanks, guys. Was in my office working and listening. Game off the board, but able to grab Jazz minus 125 to win the series. Yeah, we're getting a lot of uh, yeah. people responding right now on Twitter. And so they were able to grab it. And now, I mean, it looks at a bunch of spots again. Jazz up to minus seven, seven and a half. Jazz, jazz on the money line now minus three oh five. Um, yeah, we have a DraftKings number up on the game. Yeah, and I'm seeing it looks like. Do I have a? Yeah, again three twice high as three twenty. I think is what I'm seeing right now. By the way, um, got my days mixed up. Jay Croucher's tomorrow. We have Nick Bogdanovich coming up in about five minutes. Nick C on deck. Yes, Talk golf and NBA. Yep. Do you want to run down your golf bets? Yeah, go ahead and run down the golf bets here for the U.S. But I put a couple of these matchups up yesterday. Brooks Kepka over Bryson DeChambeau. You can grab even money at a couple spots on Kepka. Uh, I'm going Brooks over Bryson. I talked about this yesterday, Mitch. I don't think a lot of people realize it. DeChambeau has been in a three-month slump. He's got two top 35s in the past three months, and that's it. Mm-hmm. So... Going with Brooks in the rivalry. Mickelson minus 110 over Westwood. We got married in Vegas last week. Big mistake. Probably not going to be focused this week. I don't expect great things out of Phil at Torrey Pines, but I do think Phil's going to be locked and locked in and uh, ready to roll this week. I'll take my chances against a guy who just got married in Vegas <clears throat> with Phil Mickelson in his backyard in San Diego at minus 110. Xander Shoffley. He has not closed the deal very often lately. It's been, what, about a year and a half since X-Man found the win yeah, column? it seems like it's been longer than that. I think it was at the Tournament of Champions in Hawaii, January 2019. 20? 19. Was it 20 before the lockdown? <laughs> the lockdown just throws off my sense <laughs> like of timing everything. on everything. The rest it's of my like, life is now screwed up. I remember what sporting events we had last year. Anyway, Shoffley, top 10, plus 160. Tony Finau, top 20, plus 105. You can find these numbers at Circa, Westgate, South Point, DraftKings, 
Uh, Bet MGM, that's basically where I've been betting uh, the golf is those five books. Brooks Kepka, 18 to 1. Mm-hmm. Colin Morikawa, 25 to 1. Couple of uh, You asked me if an elite player is going to win this. I think it will be. If it's not, Tony Finau could sneak in. Like I said, I played Tony Finau top 20 at a little bit of plus money. Uh, Finau at 30 to 1 odds. Joaquin Neiman, 77 to 1. He should have won the first tournament of 2021. Chez Reeve at 500 to 1. Small bet. Reeve top 10 at 20 to 1 odds. And Colin Morikawa plus 250. So that's a rundown of the golf plays. Are you a horse racing fan? I, I mean, I'm a big Jeff Siegel fan, so yes. Yeah, he's one of the best horse racing cappers uh, I've seen. If you're a horse racing fan, first bet is a place for you. With wagering on races at over 300 tracks and AI-assisted picks, it is the easiest way to bet on your favorite sport. With secure payments, attentive customer service, and a reliable website. All brought to you by Express Bet. Sign up using the promo code VEGAS100 today. Get up to $100 and a match bonus on your first deposit. Visit vsin.com slash horses for details. vsin.com slash horses. Promo code VEGAS100. By the way, uh, to clarify the Trevor Bauer video that he sent out. Okay. I actually, I missed the... uh, he went on to, to tweet about the video that he made. So he said, if you said that's a trick question, holding up the baseball like this, good job. This was created by mixing sweat and rosin together. No other substance was used. No sunscreen, pine tar, no firm grip, no spider tack, just sweat and rosin. Wow. So question, as you can hear and so see, the legal. ball is quite sticky, but I used legal. So... Nick Bogdanovich from William Hill. How do they plan adjusting tonight? And then uh, with the Chris Paul news as well. Moving forward, that's coming up next. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives, like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So... Listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 
On a summer night in Paris, American artist Lee Krasner is drifting off to sleep when the phone rings. On the line, news that her husband, Jackson, is dead. Jackson, as in the painter Jackson Pollock. He might, to this day, be the most mythologized figure in American art. But how much of the story that we've been told about him is just that, a myth? On Death of an Artist, season two, Krasner and Pollock, the story about how the art world changed forever. And the story of the artist who reset the market for American abstract painting. Just maybe not the one you're thinking of. Listen to Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can get 50% off your first order of hair loss treatments. Go to keeps.com slash vsin. Again, that's keeps.com slash vsin. I'll tell you what, if you're a bookmaker trying to follow the NBA, you might lose some hair this year. Mm. Nick, this must be great for you early on in the morning. Nick Bogdanovich joins the program right now with William Hill. You love this, right? Uh, two big stories out of the NBA uh, today. Chris Paul has to go into the COVID protocol in the NBA, so who knows what's going to develop there. But also, in the last 30 minutes, Brian Windhorst reported that Kawhi Leonard is expected to miss Game 5. Who knows if he can go for the rest of the series. So, good morning, by the way. Uh, you love waking up to this kind of stuff. How do you guys plan on adjusting, if you don't mind me asking this early? Actually, I was unfortunate enough to wake up to San Francisco coming back from a 7 nothing. Uh, mm. That was 52 <laughs> times worse than, than any NBA news, but... I guess the winner of this whole thing is the Utah Jazz. Uh, Mike Conley figures to play shortly. No Kawhi Leonard. If they get through, then they're going to get Phoenix with no Paul. So, and, you know, Embiid's a question mark. And, you know, obviously Irving and Harden are questionable. So I guess the Utah Jazz all of a sudden had a good night. Yeah, the Utah Jazz had the bad injury luck with Mike Conley being out. And uh, now it's flipped to Kawhi Leonard could miss the rest of the series with this knee injury. Uh, so a lot of adjustments to be made, Mitch. Uh, uh, do, yes. Do you think the do you bet the Jazz now to win the West? I still think Chris I, Paul is going to be back. If not for the start of the Western Conference Finals, I think you're going to see him er- very early in that series. Yeah, I especially mean, I mean, if you're the Suns too, you got to root for this uh, Jazz Clippers series to go seven as long games. as possible. Stretch it out. Well, I'll you, tell you what, though. I mean, if you can get the Jazz right now at what two to one to win the West, uh-huh. and if Kawhi can't go for the series, what's that series price when the Jazz take on the Suns with home court? And if Conley comes back, good question. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, you're going to have a great number locked in at that mm-hmm. point. I don't. So I don't know. I like the Jazz. I picked the Jazz to win the West before the whole thing, anyway. So mm-hmm. hopefully, it breaks that way. Nick, Arizona Diamondbacks have lost 12 in a row. Has that been a problem for bookmakers, everybody betting against the D-backs every night? Yes, there's been a lot of problems with the baseball. It's been a little rough, but that's just the way it goes. You see these streaks all the time, but usually these streaks are in July or August and September, not not in early June. So it's just there's really good teams and really bad teams, and that's just the way it is, and it will be for the next three months. Yeah, so was that... The Giants come back last night. Was that stuff that people were just betting before the game started? Was it anti-Diamondbacks? Or was that like in-play stuff, too, where people just kept firing on the Giants, thinking they'd come back and win? Yeah, both. Both? Both. Yeah. All right. Let's get to uh, hockey today. Sure. We haven't talked about this much during today's show. I was texting with uh, Lou Finnecaro of V-Sin. Lou's been on a roll, not only on the UFC, but on hockey. And he said... Uh, as far as tonight's Canadians Golden Knights game in Vegas, if the Canadians are going to win a game, it's going to be tonight. Uh, Nick, there's a big plus price out there. I think at William Hill right now, plus two forty on the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, what type of uh, betting action are you seeing on Game Two of the Montreal Vegas series? I have a feeling it's going to be like exactly like Game Number One, uh, just an absolute ton of money on Vegas minus a goal and a half. The straight bets will be. Fairly even. Uh, you know, last game there was plenty of Montreal plus money. 
Uh, you can take 235 right now with, at our properties, which is the highest in town. So if you think Montreal's live like Blue does, swing on by a Caesars William Hill joint. Uh, but yeah, I don't. The, t the total they bet a little under last last game it was five and a half under 30. Now that's been adjusted to five over 35. So all, all the all the Golden Knight will be will be buried on the Golden Knights, but it'll only be on minus a goal and a half and money line parlays. Uh huh. No surprise. I, I, yeah, I mean it's you know I'm, we know how these games are going to be bet out here. Of course, Vegas, and, right? and I would imagine that you would anticipate the number like moving that direction throughout the day as well. Maybe, maybe not. Okay. I mean, the Sharks will probably be on the dog in this game too. Mm -hmm. I really believe that. I mean, it's hockey. You can take two thirty-five with a one of the top three or four goaltenders in, in, in the game, and you know all these games two one three two. So. You know, taking 235 is not the worst thing you'd ever do in your life. It's a, I told you during the break, I was thinking about putting the Canadians up on in pocket tonight. I'm, I'm thinking mm. about playing the dog in that game. Plus 235 at William Hill, plus 224 at Circa. I like the dog a little bit. I, might, I may end up betting them. I'm not sure right now, but I'm looking at the dog side in that game. Yeah. You know, you win game one of a series like the Golden Knights did. You win it relatively easily. I think it takes some of the edge off. And uh, I would. You mentioned it yesterday. On yesterday's show, the Canadians completely outplayed the Knights in the first period. They yesterday. did. Yeah. They did. Yep. Nick, what's the liability here in this state on the Golden Knights if they win the Cup this year? Not too bad. Okay. Uh, low six figures. So, you know, it's okay. The, the big thing is, I mean, Montreal had, had played forever with no fans. So going into an 18,000 yeah. fan beehive with all that noise, it had to be a little bit of a culture shock. So, now they got that out of the way, and you know I, I think they'll be a little more comfortable here in game two. Yeah. But way, again, Matt, Vegas is playing at a super high level, though. Let's not sure, forget that. Sure. By the way, Matt, uh, William Hill, they've had this up for a long time now. The number of points by the Seattle Kraken in their first year, 66 and a half. Uh, I, I doubt we're going to have a repeat, Nick, of what took place with the Golden Knights in their expansion season. Well, that we can guarantee no. Uh, will Bryson DeChambeau bring out the Kraken? Is, is he going to lay back a little? He said he's going. He said he's going to bomb it and gouge. So uh, I guess the the Kraken lives. We'll let Nick segue to the golf. Let's talk golf now. U.S. Open. We had our golf draft last night. Joel Kajowski, uh, former pro golfer at Southern Highlands, uh, takes John Rahm with the top pick. He says, "I hate Rahm, but I have to take him number one." And you and uh, Vinny Maiulo take. Xander Shoffley, number two. So you like the X-Man this week, huh? It was one of those things where I didn't want uh, any of the other guys, JT or Rory or DeChambeau. So we fell to a guy we felt, you know, he plays majors well. He's, he's from that area, knows that grass pretty good. So, yeah, and, and he's just the guy we like to root for. So we went, we went with X. Yes, we did. Are you seeing public play on Xander this week, too, or – just tell me the players are the most popular on your odds board, Nick. Yeah, he's in that group. Yep. Uh, Hovland, Hovland's in that group. Rom is in that group. Phil is by far the biggest. I, we lose over seven figures right now, and we're just getting warmed up. So, yeah, Phil is just getting a, just a insane amount of tickets and money to win this tournament. So it just goes to show you that the masses are out there in the golf. So uh, golf is picking up steam as a betting sport, thank goodness. I know. I agree with you. I love it like you do. Uh, what do you expect from Phil this week at Torrey Pines? If I, I would – I think it's I, – I personally think it's the same as the PGA. I just don't think he'll make the cut. I just He's just too loose, and the, the, the rough is too penal here. So I, I just don't see it. I know he's there last week preparing this week. He's loose and free and feeling good, but – I just gotta believe once that round, uh, you know, gets underway, that he, he's just he's just hitting it in too many bad places to survive. Yeah, Matt kicked around the other day like he wouldn't be stunned if uh, he finished top ten or if he missed the cut. Right. right? I mean, top ten I think might be a little bit aggressive, but like if he played well this week and was like maybe in contention for a little while, or he missed, I could like that scenario would make sense, right? Where he's okay, or he's absolutely a disaster. Hey, he's won a few times at Torrey Pines. The guy hit one 366 off the tee sure. at the PGA. Right. If he finished top 10, I'm not going to be shocked. If he misses a cut, I'm not going to be shocked. Phil is a volatile player, and that's just... Yeah, he, he, yeah he's like Rory and DeChambeau, uh, very volatile. And, you know, I think DeChambeau, has, he's had like two top 30s in the last four months. I mean, he's really volatile, so... Mm -hmm. 
And listen, this is a tough, tough, tough track. Now, mentally, I think Phil's good. I, I think he knows how, what he's got to do. Right. Just a matter of executing that game plan. All right, so if I ask you, hey, Nick, you can uh, bet four guys on the futures board. Who are you going to play this week? I know you like long shots, but who would be your four? Uh, I'll go with X around 20, 25 to 1. Uh, Co-Crack at like 75 to 1. Uh, Harris English at like 90 to 1. And we'll go with like Sam Burns at 100 to 1. Those okay. would be my four. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll all have something in common. They all hit a, a country mile. So, I mean, this, these par fours are super long. And, at, you know, I, I don't want to discount any of the shorter hitters that keep it in the middle of the fairway because they'll, 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 I think they've still got a puncher's chance. But, boy, the, the, if you can find a long driver who hits it a lot of fairways this week and is a halfway decent putter, that'll be the winner, I believe. Yeah. I was going to ask you, what do you think about Colin this week? Uh, you know, I like him. I just don't have a good feel for him. So, I mean, obviously he's right there. He's another guy drawing money. We lose with Morikawa, too. So, you know, I can't blame a guy for betting him. I mean, he's, you know, he's 23, got every shot in the bag, and, you know, he's, he's super smart. He, he went to Cal, so he knows he, he's familiar with the grass. And so, I, I yeah, I, I, I couldn't knock him, but I, my gut's not, my gut's saying no Morikawa this week. You actually called him before the PGA last year when he won up the coast in San Francisco. Brooks or Bryson, who plays better this week, Nick? I have to say Brooks. I just, I mean, he kicks into another gear. Uh, he's getting healthier by the day. And, like, and DeChambeau's all over the place. Like I mentioned, I mean, he, he has really struggled the last two or three months. Yeah. See, that's the guy, like, on Sunday. Who's going to be surprised, seriously, if – like around noon, whatever time it is we're talking about, and Brooks is like one stroke back, right? Anybody going to be surprised at that? I would be, but I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't, don't get – listen, Phil Mickelson won the PGA. I, you, you can't be surprised at anything anymore. <laughs> yeah, right. I know. 300 to 1. Yes. Yeah. What's your reaction going to be if Phil wins this week? Well, I'll be filling out uh, employment applications all, all across America. We will be. I'll be out. <laughs> no, it, 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 I would be shocked. I mean, obviously, yeah. it would be the most amazing back-to-back story of all time. Oh, no I question. Mean, so there's a big part of me that would like to see it go down, but I, I just don't see it. But like I said, it's golf, and anything can happen in golf. All right, Nick. Thanks for the time. Enjoy the tournament. Guys, have a great week. It's going to be a good one. Yep. I'm seeing right now. By the way, the Bucks up to five and a half on tonight's game. Is it going to go to six all of a sudden? Mm. What? Jeez, no. what a day. This time tomorrow, the U.S. Open will be again. Can't wait. See you then. love sports and true crime then there's a new podcast from executive producer dan patrick and hosted by me jay harris that you won't want to miss playing dirty sports scandals each week i'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever i'm talking marcus dixon olympic gymnastics kane velasquez salacious super bowl level scandals Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. 
Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You may know Jackson Pollock, the painter famous for his iconic drip paintings. But what do you know about his wife, artist Lee Krasner? On Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock, the story of the artist who reset the market for American abstract painting, just maybe not the one you're thinking of. Listen to Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts.